Welcome to the HR Chat Podcast, bringing the best of the HR and talent communities to you. In this special episode of the HR Chat Show, I welcome back Christopher Bjorling, President at Fidelo Inc., a consulting and services firm specializing in improving human performance. Chris and I will catch up, tackle some pressing questions and chat about a new performance-focused nine-part podcast series coming out later in 2021. For over 30 years, Chris has led Fidelo in creating unique talent management solutions. Through the products and services he and his team have created over the years, his organization has helped clients design, develop, implement, and integrate talent management processes and systems. Among these processes and systems are training and development, selection and recruitment, succession planning, performance management, career management, competency management, and learning management. And we're going to chat about some of those today. By the way, you can hear my first combo with Chris on HR Chat. It's episode 98. Chris, welcome back to the show. Well, I thank you, Bill. I appreciate being back here. It's good to hear your voice again and get to, to talk about something that's fun for me, which is our HR activities that we get to do and help other organizations. So for those who haven't avidly listened to or perhaps they've forgotten some of the contents of HR chat episode 98, Chris. Um, why don't you take 60 seconds and reintroduce yourself to our listeners? I would love to. Hey, uh, I'm Chris Bjorling, as Bill had stated before. And back in the late 80s, we actually started the company Fidelo. And over the years, we've had the opportunity to work with a variety of great clients and help them along their human resource initiatives providing them with custom solutions that allow them to integrate their strategy, their culture, and their readiness to accept these things within their world to help their employees become better at producing as well as more highly engaged and pulling things together for the organization from a standpoint of, hey, how do we, how do we plan for our workforce as we go up and down through these business cycles? How do we move forward with the different people that we need and that we know that we need and and the changing needs for the workforce based upon where we're moving. So all this stuff is just the things we've been doing the last 30 some years with, like I say, a variety of international clients and all big, all small, doesn't matter for us. We've been doing those things for a long time and we just have uh, a joy. My whole staff has a joy in, in creating solutions for organizations to help them manage these types of activities. Okay, thank you. And we spoke back in May of 2019. What a different place the world was then, Chris. Uh, yeah. A lot has changed since then. Um, what, what's changed for, for businesses since Q1, particularly of 2020? Oh, you know what? It is. Uh, this pandemic has been a great twist for everybody. I've had the opportunity to talk to a lot of HR leaders, share some um, conversations and do different things with them that shows the the the, the agility of the, the hr teams to make and change how they're doing to allow for you know remote workforces to enable their workers to do better with less or better with different uh, for them to realize sometimes how their you know their hr based systems and activities and procedures and processes may not have been right for this new world which we've kind of shifted ourselves into and will probably remain somewhat into even after the pandemic closes i think people have um, 
I think the, the workforce or the workplace is definitely different from where we had been before. And it really requires some well-integrated, well-thought-out processes and tools to really drive things together. And no longer can you have, you know, uh, divergent activities or, or you know, standalone pieces that don't interrelate with each other. I think the concept of interweaving your solutions, your opportunities to get the people and be very effective with their use of the time on your activities, you know, your process work around succession planning or performance management or talent management, or even just how they communicate in this new world are all different and they all need to be reevaluated as well as the understanding who the new worker is. You know, if you are not going to come back to a full house of uh, everybody is in the office anymore, what does that new worker look like? Are there different skill sets that are appropriate for them? Are there different people that you want to, or different activities you want to put into the um, selection and recruitment process or the job profiles that kind of reiterate and strengthen your ability to work in this new environment? Uh, for those employees. So lots of things have changed over this time period. So yeah, it's revolutionary actually in the last year and a half. So Fidelo has worked with some pretty big brands, uh, Microsoft, Avida, University of Calgary, Burger King, the US Air Force, United Nations, and a whole bunch more. Can you can you share an example of a particularly big or tricky project that your team have helped with and, and the process of how you worked with that particular customer to meet their needs, to, to help them with their people processes? Yeah, there's a lot of fun things that we've done over the years. And we could, you know, if we could get down into the weeds and start talking about some of those projects, there's a lot of fun ones out there. But let me give you one example of something that we've had the opportunity to do just recently. Uh, we had a client for years, the client was part of a bigger conglomerate. And then all of a sudden the, the full conglomerate wanted to come and start working and using our tools and activities and each one of those different entities within inside this conglomerate said to themselves we're different than the other ones we're really different so we started out a process with them that gave them i think seven or eight different solutions to handle those different environments that were were there over time now these are multilingual multinational type of activities that you know express different needs and different opportunities for how they wanted to manage their talent inside those and as they went along they operated in these independent silos which is great because each one of them had their uniqueness their organizational culture um, identified and captured and put forward their focus on performance um, and activities around how do we manage performance in our company whether it's pure traditional or whether it's more of a a dynamic uh, feedback world which we live and moving forward there and then over time as we started to look at things and get to the ability to compare them across these groups they started to look and see there was a lot more overlay for each of the processes and activities and so what's happened over the years is that we've created then and merged all of those different groupings into one solution set that solution set then addresses the needs, provides flexibility for some of the parts of the organization that still needed that flexibility for a variant process, but kind of homogenized the work for them while still driving their culture, still fitting in within some global tool sets that they have and providing, you know, direction and feedback for not only performance, but also career planning and, and the development of the workforce. And those pieces that were there allow now for a greater opportunity for one individual sitting in a former 
um, entity within inside the conglomerate to move to a different entity. So they're they're greatly enhancing their talent um, opportunities that they have to move people around for mobility as well as for development and moving people so that they can continue to prepare, but not only you know for the day to day activities, but also prepare for the future of their workforce needs by strengthening their workers to provide solutions um, that independent for themselves uh, a cross-trained individual will provide a solution that allows them to use them at different areas of, of leadership level in the future and so that's just one example where you start where, where the client was at based upon their needs based upon their their unique cultures and then grow it um, allow the flexibility for people to, cut, to go through the process and then that level of maturity is reached where it's like, oh, we can actually do things better if we do this. And so that is one example of, of um, something we've done just recently with working with a, this, like I say, this multinational conglomerate of, of little um, companies, not little, some of them are huge. Um, but anyway, it gives, just gives you some insights to the projects that we have to work with. Um, you know, and, and again, we've done something small for five people too. Uh, so that I don't want to lose track of that and lose focus on the fact that all clients are important to us and all have unique needs. Uh, but that was a big one and something that was challenging and fun to work with the client over the years. Okay. Thank you. I want to dramatically change pace and change up the conversation now, Chris, dramatically, listeners. Are, are, you, are you gripped? Um, because I, I want to talk about the, um, the, the new podcast series that we're going to be producing together, uh, which is it's focused on lots of things to do with performance and culture and engagement and, uh, and some, some other areas. But I'm not going to give too much away. Instead, I'm going to invite Chris to tell you all about it. Chris, let's do that, though, in, in kind of a... In kind of a structured way, if you don't mind, I'd, I'd love for you to sort of run through some of the main themes, some of the main topics that will be addressed in the new series and why they matter. Yeah, this is going to be fun. I'm excited. We're going to be pulling in other industry experts, people who've had a lot of experience in some of these topics to help present this information along the way. And, and I'm excited to, to hear it as well um, as, it, as it unfolds. But in here, we're looking at some topic areas around the following types of things. One, selection and recruitment. As I stated, you know, in this ever-changing world that we have, you know, how are we doing this? Where are we doing it? How are we doing it better? Um, do we, are we doing it better? Do we need to modify? You know, do we have money to buy or to, to uh, acquire new talent? You know, so there's a lot of different things as we look around that selection and recruitment piece. How is it there? Does it match our culture? Does it match our business model, our strategy? Does it, you know, fit into our workforce plan? So there's a lot of fun facts that we could start to talk about inside that model. And we'll see where, where we go with it as we move forward. Um, the next one is that, you know, to really be core in your HR space, um, one of the things that we believe and, and is really important is to have really good or well-aligned job profiles. And what I mean by that is job profiles that are relevant, that they're current for the current expectations for this for the position, but also that they're culturally and competency based. They're cultural and competency based because the focus here is that 
if I can hire based upon a competency-based interview process or the ability for me to, to really gauge how effective this person is at doing certain things that are key and critical to that job description, and how can I do that and where can I go? So we think that that's a great topic area for how are people doing this, you know? Are they flying by the seat of their pants? Or are they going through and actually putting the due diligence in to create a job description, job profile that is really competency-based and relevant to the current expect expectations of the performance for that position? Then we're going to go back into saying, okay, well, you've hired them. You have these profiles. How do you give feedback? How do you manage their performance? How do you help them develop to not only their current position, but the future positions? You know, one of the big things that we've heard over the last few years is you know, our workforces and our different generational models want feedback. They want to be able to, you know, move forward and understand how they're being perceived. You know, everybody's writing reviews on different things now online. Same concept here. How am I as an employee in the organization performing? Give me feedback so I can continue to move forward so I can keep going. And then how do I prepare myself for the next position or the two positions from now? Because a lot of times, once I've achieved you know a certain level in my current position, I'm looking forward. I'm like, where's my growth? Where do, where can I help this organization move forward? Where can it be a win for both myself and for the organization? So we're excited about hearing more about that from people. And then inside of that, then as you as you as a person starts to ascend the ladder of an organization, okay, how are we handling training? You know, how does an organization handle training effectively? not effectively just from delivering training, but in a cost-effective way to provide people the developmental opportunities, okay, which is slightly different than training, um, to grow and develop. And where can we go forward with that? And how can we manage that? How can we understand activities that people have done, especially when your organization gets larger? You need to understand when you're starting to evaluate people in, in the organization, what have they been doing to, to better themselves and better their performance within the organization provide for us. So that aspect is really big too. And then one that's really global and overarching is really your culture. Your culture should be permeated into how you write job descriptions, how you recruit, how you manage performance, you know, how you're training your leaders and developing your leaders to be um, moving forward uh, with the organization and having that strong cultural basis while engaging your workforce is, is really important. You know, that experience, uh, the employee experience is really important for them for understanding, hey, how do I fit in this culture? You know, a lot of times, you know, sometimes cultures aren't right for everybody. So maybe they shouldn't be employed there. Hard to say, but it's true. Um, and then, you know, how do we get people engaged to move forward? And so those pieces are really critical. And those over overarching pieces are something that we're going to look to talk about in one of, the, one of the modules. And then workforce planning. All the aspects that we talked about to this point are really, you know, subset to workforce planning. Where do I need to be tomorrow to be successful? Okay. How do I need to change my workforce? How do I, you know, get away from making buggy whips and make myself, you know, make my team creating solar panels? What do I need to shift to do? You know, so just some of those things and how we do it, where we go from and how it, that, you know, multi-year strategic forecast and it's, and how it's, you know, implemented, you know, piece by piece along the time really allows for an organization to, to plot out their success, success plan moving forward while still maintaining their culture and being focused on their strategy. So it's a great topic to go through. And then 
Uh, Bill and I will look to, to, well, I'll be part of a panel. Uh, and Bill will host it for us, but we're looking to bring a couple people in and talk about some of the, the, the things that are really being relevant for us today in the workspace of uh, human, human resources. So we're gonna look at focus on having that type of discussion that's there. And I'm excited to see who we're going to pull in for each and every one of these topics that's there. And then, and then ultimately, once we put this series together, uh, Bill and I are going to sit down and just chat. We're going to do a recap of what we learned, what we heard, uh, you know, highlight the, some of the wonderful pieces that are going to come from our panel experts that are coming in, our, our contributors, and then try to tie this all together and, and to a narrative that shows how these pieces and these aspects of human resources really interrelate and flow together to provide optimal um, benefit from your, your, your most important asset, your people. And so that's kind of a recap bill of where we were looking at for this, um, for our modules. I'm excited to be part of it. I'm excited to say, you know, listen to some of these experts that we're bringing in as well and hear, hear their points of view and you know get synergy from those moments yeah this is very exciting i i can't wait for it, it it's a completely different show uh we will be we will be uh promoting it through the hr gazette channels and whatnot as well of course and obviously we're talking about it in this episode today of the hr chat show but it's going to be a completely new thing and that means some funky new music at the beginning and the end brace yourselves for that i'm sure it can't be any worse than what you listen to at the start of the HR chat show, um, that I personally love that actually intro. Um, um, but yeah, no, it's going to be it's going to be a lot of fun. And initially, we're looking at around uh, eight to ten episodes, and who knows what happens after that. But certainly, as as Chris was just saying, there, it's going to offer a, a great nar- narrative. It's going to talk about the the full employee life cycle, really, um, and some some key some key things to think about and decisions to make along the way um hey chris we're almost out of time before we wrap up for today how can our listeners connect with you and learn more about all of the other awesome things happening over at fidelo excellent bill thank you so much yeah and i too am excited and, and i think you know what you should have different intro music and exit music too because then people want to stay for hearing what the funky new exit music is for, for the moment <laughs> Um, to get to in touch with fidelo you can just go to www.fidelo.com very simple. Fidello is F-I-D-E-L-L-O. And you can see a little bit more about us. And then you can also just uh, drop a note, request to, to meet with us. And we'll be glad to be there. We are also um, out there in LinkedIn and some other spaces. So just look for us. Look for my name, Christopher Bjorling. If you want to be on LinkedIn, just reach out to me. Say you heard about me. And then I'll be glad to accept you as a friend. And we can start a chat that way, too. So I look forward to this series. I look forward to hearing from anybody who's interested in finding out more about our company. And I look forward to, you know, educating myself further as well. So thank you. Awesome. Christopher Bjorling, thank you very much for being a guest on this episode of the HR Chat Show. Thank you, Bill. Thank you for your time. This is exciting. And listeners, as always, until next time, happy working. And please do continue to stay safe. Thank you for listening to the HR Chat Podcast, brought to you by the HR Gazette.